This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and for the past 26 years, I have been bringing you across the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 11 p.m. Eastern until, uh, let me see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 4, no, just 3 p.m. Thanks very much, 3 a.m. Eastern right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, across Europe on Radio X, and on iHeartRadio. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at com. Our website is exxonradiotv.com. And for all the great programming that we have available for you, 724-365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. My guest this hour is Gregory Paxson. He started his practice in past life regression in Chicago in 1977. Over the last 40 years, he's conducted over 13,000 past life regressions with over 3,500 clients. His work has proved, as his clients have testified, that past life regression produces results that last safely and quickly. Gregory has found past life regression to be effective from a broad range of human challenges, ranging from relationship and career problems, fears and phobias, to discovering and developing skills and abilities learned in past lives. His website, www.gregorypaxson.com. And Gregory, welcome to the Exxon. Glad to be here. So what got you interested in past life regression, sir? Um, <laughs> I bumbled into it. Um, when I was 24, I took an interest in hypnosis, and because I learned by experience, uh, I just wanted to find out what it was like. And on the way home from the hypnotist, uh, I picked up a hitchhiker as I was crossing the Bay Bridge. I lived in San Francisco then. And I told him about the run-in I'd had with the hypnotist. who didn't want any part of past life regression. And uh, he said, well, we've been working on this project at UC Berkeley, uh, to do past life regression without hypnosis. Would you like me to show you how how it works? And I said, sure. So we went over to his house, and he regressed me. And that was my first experience of it. How did he do that? Um, it's a game of remembering birthdays. And you go to a younger and younger birthday and start describing things, and then you get jumped to a birthday you haven't had yet. So I was 24, so when he said, now it's your 40th birthday... It just moved me to a previous life. How and much? How much of past life regression is that actually? Is, a, that is a te- that that technique is in the back of the hypnosis book because it's really difficult. All right. So let me <laughs> let me ask you this: How much of uh, past life regression is actually real, and how much is it the placebo effect? Um, I don't think there's any placebo effect in it. How do we know past life regression is real? Because of the results people get. It's a basic principle in mm-hmm. psychotherapy that. When somebody says something that is genuinely accurate and genuinely true, something real happens for them. 
when they say things that are either not true or simply not accurate, you have a conversation with no result. So in regressions, when people go through this past life experience and something in their life changes after that, preferably the item we were working on, uh, then that's my reassurance that this was a real experience for them. As I say to my clients, it doesn't matter so much what happens in this regression session. What matters is what happens in your life afterward. That's what's worth your time and trouble and money. Now you say psychotherapy. Are you a professionally trained uh, psychotherapist? Uh, in a way. Um, no, no, there's no way. It's either, yes, you're certified, you went to school. You uh, No, I, I'm okay. not certified. I went okay. to school uh, classes for three years to learn family emotional systems therapy. Gotcha. Okay. And I apprenticed with a therapist uh, for about four years in um, Rogerian psychotherapy. All right, stand by, sir. You and I have to take our first break. Exo Nation, our guest this hour is Gregory Paxson. That's P-A-X-S-O-N. And his website is www.gregorypaxson.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. And if you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. And I would like to welcome a new broadcast affiliate Craig just told me about, the RNN Radio Television Network. I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue investigating the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology from our broadcast center here in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Network broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN TV. For more information on the X Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Foundation focusing on evidence based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? 
Wire crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere. Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at Songs and Stories for Soldiers. Soldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Exonation. Welcome back, everyone. Gregory Paxson is my special guest this hour. www.gregorypaxson.com. How do we know that real life and uh, past life regression are real. Like we know that today's life is real. But how do we know that when somebody regresses into their past life, that they're in a state of reality and not an altered state of reality? That this is something that the mind is, this is not something the mind is just creating. Well, here I'll give you an example. Okay. Um, I had a client come from New Jersey. I'm mm-hmm. in Michigan. We did a regression in which he recalled a lifetime as a monk. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the about an hour and 45 minutes that he was in that past life, mm-hmm. <clears throat> he described a very elaborate scene in a, to- a medieval town square. Right. Um, I won't go th- through the whole thing, but it was a religious kind of celebration. Right. And in it, he referred to um, the Feast of St. Joseph. Mm-hmm. Um, he texted me later after he got back to his hotel to describe, he, he looked it up, and it was, in fact, there was such a thing as the Feast of St. Joseph or St. Joseph's Day uh, in the Middle Ages in Sicily. Right. After St. Joseph had interceded from a very serious drought. Mm-hmm. Um and a number of the details he described in it were things he found in when he Googled it. And he told me the next day he'd never heard of the Feast of St. Joseph. He had no idea what it was. It's pretty obscure because it's only done in Sicily in the Middle Ages. So I offer that as an example. When people are describing things mm-hmm. that they have no possible way of knowing and get the details right. Wow. Well, would, um, would you that's say, pretty, sir, that's pretty common. Would you say that the human mind has many mysteries that have yet to be discovered? It has a lot of them, and I've been fascinated by that, and I've been mm-hmm. exploring it uh, these last 40 years. All right. Is it also possible to say that we have yet to discover the ability to recall on a moment's notice many of the stories, many of the experiences, many of the sights, sounds, smells and other senses since the beginning of our lifetime that we haven't discovered yet the, 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 the recallability of all this information that we've stored in our database. We have a lot more recallability than we think, but in terms of consciousness of our head, yeah. we have, we sort of have, it's kind of like when you have something up on the screen in your mm-hmm. computer. There's a lot more in the computer, but yeah. you can only have so much on the screen at any one time or you'd be going nuts. I got you. So is it possible? Uh, is I've it been po- in the memory business, mm-hmm. so 
I can remember a lot of details from very, very early that most people can't. Oh, okay. So let me, let let me, whoa, 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 slow down here. Slow down here, sir. Slow down here, sir. This is a, this is a conversation. It's two way. Sure. Okay. So is it also possible then that this client sometime in his lifetime had either heard something about the uh, Feast of St. Joseph, its historical significance, and simply forgot, and yet when questioned about it under a form of uh, remembering or forced remembrance or suggested remembrance, that this popped up. And in fact, the client had never been to Sicily in a past life, and his information about the Feast of St. Joseph was based on an actuality that he had in this life. You know, that's certainly possible. Yeah. Um, a better example would be uh, a client I worked with for some years who was just curious about her past lives. And mm-hmm. over the course of several years, she we did about 40 past life regression sessions. Mm-hmm. The most sessions anybody's ever done with me. Yeah. And uh, she's a lawyer, so she knew how to use a library. So she would come back each succeeding appointment with mm-hmm. three to five pages of detailed notes about the things she had described in the previous regression. Wow. Um, now, you could possibly pull a few things out of your subconscious memory, but mm-hmm. not, you know, one time period after another 40 times. But let me ask you this, sir. Why would somebody need to come back to you 40 times? She didn't need to come to me in the first place. But why did she come? Because she wanted to. But she there had, had to be a reason. There had to be a reason. Well, there was. Her reason was uh, she was a extraordinarily bright woman. Mm-hmm. Um, from the t- age of about five, she started having flashes of past life memories, and she kept track of all of them, and she wanted to follow all of them up and see what they were about. She was doing this out of interest and curiosity. She wanted to explore them. Mm-hmm. And I think curiosity and interest is a perfectly good reason to explore previous lives, to see what you can discover. It's also a lot of fun, which I think maybe gets lost in this, you know, serious conversation. Well, it is a serious conversation because you're dealing with someone's psyche, sir. Of course. You're opening up a door that, in my opinion, shouldn't be opened. I didn't know that was your opinion, but we could talk about that if you like. No, no, I'd like to pursue this uh, about this these people who using a technique such as the such as you do are able to recall these past lives or these supposed past lives mm-hmm. and i can't understand what difference a past life if it is real mm-hmm. would make in today's society like isn't that like all right the past is the past you want to read about the past you just open up an encyclopedia you open up the bible you go on google why would anybody need to relive a past In our lives, we have two major influences that we're not fully aware of. Mm -hmm. One of them are patterns and issues remaining from our ancestry. Okay. Uh, Every time we get born again, we get a new set of ancestors. And in doing family emotional systems therapy, um, it involves a lot of research into the history of one's ancestors. And then you begin to discover the patterns from Mm great-grandparents, from five generations ago, that are representing themselves in one's life. Influences we didn't know are there. The other major influence is from previous lifetimes. Mm -hmm. Other influences that give us an inclination or a set of issues or problems in relationships or careers or with fears and phobias that clear up after, you know, one session on the subject. If I can get somebody's major problem to go away in a three-hour session in which I have not asked a single leading question, just guided them through the memory, mm-hmm. and the problem goes away. Um, I think that my involvement with somebody's psyche is, you know, it's a sacred thing to me, and I'm certainly not going to see them harmed, but I want to see them freed of that effect. But, sir, if you're not, if you're not a... If you're not a licensed psychotherapist and you use, you know, use uh, a technique on a person and you use the word therapy, what happens 
if that person has a problem with while they're in your in your charge um if the, well as i tell people uh you can't come up with a problem i can't handle how did you get all this experience sir well, how does anybody get experience? You get By the experience. Usually, go, usually going it. to school, getting accredited, getting certified, getting licensed, going before review boards to prove that you're able to do it, and then mentoring, uh, going through different uh, stages like an internship. That's how. Okay, I I take your point. Um, actually, in the state of Illinois, mm -hmm. uh, there was no licensing for psychotherapists until 1998 was the last state that did not require licenses of psychotherapists. So since 1990... And I'm not practicing psychotherapy, I'm practicing soul work. This has to do with your soul, not your psyche, although obviously they have a lot to do with each other. Yeah. So how, you know, like how do you split the hairs on this one? It's your soul that had the experience of earlier lifetimes. So where is the recall kept, in the soul or in the mind? Well, um... Neither. Neither? Where is it kept then? It's something we're connected to energetically mm -hmm. to the time and place where that incarnation occurred. So if we're able to go back in time, are we able to go forward in time? Yes. And if we go However, forward... However, the it, assumption that we would understand what we found... Mm -hmm is a big one. Imagine that, let's imagine it was 1850. Okay. And I guided you in a session to um, 2017. Mm -hmm. You could see a lot of things that you couldn't imagine. Mm -hmm. How would you understand what you were looking at? Uh, so exploring the future is very tricky and I don't like doing it. I have done it certainly. Um, but the emotional reaction I would have now to something that's happening a hundred years from now would probably be based on a misunderstanding of what life is like a hundred years from now. So messing around with future work is doable, but it has a lot of uh, problematic elements to it. Wouldn't going into the past have the same elements? Not so much. But there are similar elements that would be dangerous to the person, right? Well... I'm not saying it's dangerous. Okay. How would you explain um, it? Uh, I'm saying that int introducing somebody to future material that they don't have any reference points for is more mm -hmm. complex, more problematic than looking at events in previous lifetimes, which we understand there were times when the only transportation was on foot or by horse. Right. Uh, we understand times before electric lights when uh, the lit was, world was lit only by fire. Yep. This isn't hard for us to get our heads around. Um, so it's not challenging in that sense. So you follow me? Am I making myself clear? Uh, yes and no. But anyway, let's get past I, that. I was afraid of that. When, so, when somebody <laughs> when somebody comes to you for your assistance in guiding them into a past life uh, to help them seek a solution to a problem that they may be having in this life. How do you do it? Is it like past? Is it like hypnosis? Well, let me say first, um, if you were to call me, I would first set up an initial interview with mm -hmm. you, which is about an hour long, so that I could get your medical history, personal history, um, talk about the issues that you want to work on, mm -hmm. uh, get acquainted with you, obviously. Yeah. We need to have a bit of a fit. I mean, you know, there's such a thing as human chemistry, and I'm not right for everybody. There are people that I don't think are probably going to get any usefulness out of doing past life regression. And I just tell them, this isn't going to work for you. Or I'd suggest you go to so-and-so and do this instead. So it's an evaluation, and uh, it's mutual. And then in the first regression and succeeding regressions, the process is I guide you into hypnosis and then guide you to direct you to go to a past life. All right, and I'm giving you a specific instruction. Sure. All right, hold on, to, hold on to that thought. We've got to take our news break at the bottom of the okay. hour. This is interesting. Sure. Exonation, Gregory Paxson is our guest, www.gregorypaxson.com.
www.thepowerofpositivity.com. And um, if you'd like more information about anything that we talk about here on the Exxon, visit our website at www.exxonradiotv.com. That's www.exxonradiotv.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this break after the news. Don't go away. are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influenced her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, starwalkervisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Mnemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Mnemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen.
Exonation, Gregory Paxson is our special guest, www.gregorypaxson.com. All right, Mr. Paxson, as we were talking before, you, you have this person you've done, I guess, an initial interview. And as you said, you know, some psycho, some uh, hypnotists aren't, you know, aren't conducive to the client. So, you know, if the person, if there's that chemistry with you, uh, is there a second time they come and see you after the first hour consultation? Um, I ask clients to commit to doing at least three past life regression appointments if they're going to start. Otherwise, I won't work with them. Why not, sir? Um, because the first experience is a first experience, and mm-hmm. there is a learning curve in being regressed. For example, I have to teach you how to do it, which means when you're in trance, you're still in control of your thoughts. You're still in control of what you say. And I need you to say, when I ask you a question, an image, a feeling, a thought, or some combination of those is going to come to mind, I need you to say the first thing that comes into your head. And as you continue saying that, responding in that way, with the first thing that comes into your head, you ease further and further into that past personality until I can have you basically channeling that past personality, much as some channels channel a spirit, you're channeling that past personality. And... I can usually get that to happen pretty well in the first session. Sometimes it takes a second session to get into it. And there's always, there's a lot more value in experiencing a number of previous lives, particularly if in one of them you're a bad person, which is possible, okay. or did a lot of things you regretted. I don't want that to be your only experience of yourself in a past life. I want you to have a balanced view. For example, um, one instruction I often use in guiding someone back in time uh-huh. is ask them to go back to the lifetime where they were of the greatest service to others. Mm-hmm. And that has yielded uh, stories of revolutionaries, not many, uh, doctors, nurses, and mostly uh, shamans, uh, medicine women, medicine men, healers, all over the world throughout, you know, all of, all of and before recorded history, where people can remember how, to, how they were working with energy, how they helped people, how they healed them, and people recognize the potential in themselves in their current life. So how long does the, each one of these past life regressions uh, take? Uh, an appointment takes three hours. So there's an hour for the cons- first consultation and then three, yeah, three hours subsequent. In a three-hour session, about a half an hour is talking beforehand, about a half an hour is debriefing it afterwards, and the other two hours is the regression itself. Wow. People, you know, discover all kinds of things that um, they don't they don't quite initially know what to do with. Or one woman who remarkably in her late 20s was a successful uh, illustrator of children's books. Um, somebody who can make a living doing that before they're 30 mm-hmm. is to be respected, certainly. And she described a past incarnation as a healer. Mm-hmm. And the detail, I mean, I'm trained in a number of kinds of healing. Reiki, Mariel, and some other things. So I know how to do it, and I have practiced that. And if somebody's telling me a story about doing healing, I know what they're talking about, and you can't get around me with something made up. This was an exquisitely good description of doing healing. And I was so used to that conversation in the session that when we went out of the hypnosis room and sat down in my study to talk about the session and debrief it, um, she said, so is that what it's like to do healing? And it struck me. She has no idea what she was saying in that session. (laughs) She was talking about something that she had no clue about in her her present life. That's not uncommon, but Mm -hmm. um, I need to have a conversation with somebody to sort of put that experience in some kind of place and some kind of focus for them. It opens the door to an opportunity if she wants to pursue that as a, you know, an area of interest in her life. Why is it that a lot of people who go into past life regression come out as, you know, someone special, someone spectacular? I've, I've heard and I've talked to people who have claimed to be Cleopatra, Napoleon Bonaparte, um, Jesus Christ even. Why don't these people show up for me? I mean, after 2,000 regressions, I haven't heard of any of those things come up, okay? How many regressions? 13,000. Oh, wow. Now, uh, 
where I'm, I have a certain way of guiding people through this experience. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, leading questions are out. Okay. I can't ask leading questions or mm -hmm. I'm polluting the accuracy of what people are uh, reporting to me. So I can only ask questions about what, what you see. Are you feeling something? What are you doing now? When that's an appropriate question. Move forward in time to the next step in what you're doing. So that all of the description is coming from the client, not me. Um, does but client, I'll give you an example. Does the, uh, client, moment, does the client get a recorded uh, version of what you yes, both absolutely. talk about? Yes, I want them to take the recording okay. and go home and listen to it before they come back for the next appointment. Um, <clears throat> for one thing, and I also give people suggestions to remember everything is when I count them up. Um, nonetheless, uh, the session is long enough that remembering all of it is improbable. So when people listen to the recording, they'll hear things like the way their voice or their accent changed. Or they'll recall things that they didn't remember when they woke up that make more sense of it. As one client said to me, you know, I went home to listen to the, and listen to the recording to see how you got me to make that up. And after I listened to the way you asked questions, I could see that you weren't leading me at all. And I guess I came up with that all by myself. Remember, the whole point is to get accuracy and truth. Because that's what changes the effect uh, on the person. And but isn't it true, isn't it true during any hypnosis regression? First of all, hypnosis is not recognized by law enforcement. It cannot be used in court. Uh, the medical community looks at it through strange glasses. Yes, well, it depends on the position, but as a community, yes. Mm -hmm. So why would people go against traditional professionals and seek help with non-licensed individuals? You know, there was an article in Forbes magazine years ago mm -hmm. pointed out that uh, more Americans, there, there are more Americans having appointments with alternative practitioners with, than with the standard uh, recognized practitioners in healing and in, in psychology. And yet those figures have turned around ever since Obamacare, where more people can afford um, professional help than, <laughs> than the, than the, well, you know, than the alternative occurred, help. A change has occurred because people have more and more expectation uh, of having insurance pay for it rather than paying for it out of their own pocket. So doesn't that make sense? Like if, uh, uh, if I'm going to bring my car to a mechanic who's going to charge me $1,000, or yeah. if a friend of mine says, hey, Rob, if you get the parts, you know, give me a couple of cases of beer and I'll do the install for you. I'm going to go for the, with a friend with a couple of cases of beer. I'm not going to go to the mechanic who's going to charge me $1,000. And yet, if I have CAA or another automobile association who's going to uh, help out and give me a percentage of that cost, I may look at my friend and say, hmm, two cases of beer or a couple of hundred bucks for a guarantee, because your friend doesn't give you a guarantee. I'd go with the guarantee. So isn't it based on consumer demand and professional supply? Well, you know, uh, I was in practice for 40 years because the market supported me in doing it. Mm -hmm. um, and most of my clients come from referrals from people I've already worked with. Right. Uh, who got results. But what kind of results? Well, it depends on what the problem was. <laughs> All right, so tell me some of the problems that uh, you believe you that you've been able to cure or help. Uh, this has happened more than once. Uh, man, a uh, very presentable man, doing very well in life, mm -hmm. and peculiarly does not have a relationship with a woman and can't figure out why it just never seems to click. Mm -hmm. When I direct him in trance, in hypnosis, to go back to the point of origin of that situation... Uh, what I hear is a description of a man living in a very isolated kind of place mm -hmm. uh, whose wife dies and he has to dig her grave and bury her himself. And as he stands over the grave, he says in all of his grief, I will never love another woman again. And I developed this technique, which I'll share with you, to ask him if he would like to change that reality. 
and say, I will never love another woman again in this life, meaning that past life. But I'm free to love women in lives to come. And by saying and say it out loud. And that heals that. Uh, one guy showed up. I think in both cases I saw uh, each of the two men who I'm thinking of. So I think there are three. Uh, I usually, the next appointment would normally be about two weeks away. And in each case, they had started dating someone. And they hadn't done that. And one man who managed a television station in Chicago said he hadn't actually dated a woman in 10 years. He was making a lot of money. He had a lot of investments. He was doing a lot of things. And suddenly something in him woke up to the fact that he knew a woman that he suddenly wanted to go out with. That's the result. You see what I mean? Sure. Uh, but how many past lives did did this gentleman reg- uh, regress through? We just did one in that particular, in that session. Mm-hmm. We just focused on the point of origin of the problem. Okay. When you go through it and you handle it right. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing about hypnosis, if I may. Sure. Um, hypnosis does not attract the brightest people in the world. It's not a way to get rich. Um, there's a lot more smart people in commodity trading than there ever will be in hypnosis. So a lot of hypnotists, and I've read transcripts of a lot of hypnotists' work, mm-hmm. um, don't know how to ask questions. They aren't well informed. They basically, I read these transcripts and I just think, oh my God, this is terrible work. Especially when it's around, say, hypnosis involving taking somebody back to uh, some kind of childhood sexual abuse, which is super touchy stuff. That should be left to the professionals. I don't think any non-professional should even touch that. And if they do, they should be fined and they should be strung up because you're playing with something that you're not equipped to handle. How do you know I'm not? Well. I don't think, look. Look, I belong. I belong for for about ten years to mm-hmm. the Association for Past Life Research and Therapy. All right, but you're not a most therapist, of, sir. Most, most you're not a trained. You are not a trained professional. Yes, you I are am. not licensed. You know what? Um, I'd like to invite you to read something by Carl Rogers, uh, who was one of the founders of the American Psychological Association in the late forties. And later, uh, founder of the American um, Humanistic Psychology Association. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in a book called A Way of Being. It is a speech he gave in which he apologized for having anything to do with the licensing of psychologists. Because you end up with people who are trained in methods that are at least 10 years old by the time they become academically acceptable. Uh, they are not selective about whether the psychology major has any knack for actually working with people. All right, I'm going to have to ask you to hold it there. I've got to take a commercial break. ExoNation, we'll come back and uh, finish this rather interesting interview with our guest this hour, Gregory Paxson, as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, www.gregorypaxson.com. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media. 
Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Gregory Paxson is our guest uh, this hour, Explanation, GregoryPaxson.com. And before we went to the break, you were citing off uh, this uh, this gentleman, I, I can't remember his name. Carl uh, Rogers. Who was basically saying, who disagreed with the licensing of psychotherapists and psychologists, am I correct? Yes, he was apologizing for having had a major part in moving psychologists into a licensed profession. What do, the, what do other members of the psychologist profession feel about non-licensed personnel practicing? Oh, they hate it. Why is that? Um, Because they're ignorant. Or is it because non-licensed professionals don't go through the same criteria as a licensed professional? Would would just like be, you know, taking a security guard off the street and giving him a police uniform without the proper training? Um, you know, I think generically, I, I have no real disagreement with you. It's mm. a very individual thing. But not when it comes to practicing and, and dealing with people, especially in child abuse cases, sir. I, I strongly disagree with you, not only as a parent, a grandparent, but a former law enforcement officer. Well, I, I don't know that in your disagreement you're really hearing me. And I haven't really had a chance to go into it with you in the kind of uh, perspective or detail that I happen to bring to it. 
it is not something I really like to get involved with, but sometimes it's unavoidable. Wouldn't you not then, if, if you were to believe in your heart of hearts that this problem has something to do with child abuse or, or something that is very traumatic in a mm-hmm. person's life, that you would not refer them to a licensed professional? I have done that. Do you do that all the time, though? No. Why, sir? Why, what, what, what well, is the criteria the for the referral? To, with, with all the time with regard to this specific issue? Mm-hmm. In my practice, it, I mean, it's come up very, very few times. Okay. And it's not something that, and unless I've established a good working relationship with that client, I'm not mm-hmm. going to touch it. Okay. Sometimes people call me about that and ask me if I'll help them remember. And I gen- generally, if that's the opener, I'll decline. I don't want to go there with people. If it comes up in a way that I can't help mm-hmm. it, um, which is, does happen, uh, then I'm going to have to address it. There are those in society who look at hypnosis as a form of mind control. I know, and that's because they probably have never experienced hypnosis. You don't have because, to experience hard drugs to know that they're no good for you, sir. Um, well, I guess the way I've approached life mm-hmm. is that uh, I learn from experience. My experience gives me uh, a reference point mm-hmm. for understanding a human situation. Would you say that your your learning comes from the school of hard knocks? Well, uh, I've spent a lot of time in that school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been reading psychotherapy uh, since I was 15. But once again, sir, so, reading a book know, does not make you an expert in it. Certainly not. Why? Why it did takes you? It ne- a lot more than that. Sure. Why, you know why is it that you never went to school to become a psychotherapist and get licensed? Well, one thing I found out going to college was that it's about reading the books and writing the papers. Mm-hmm. And okay, you read the book and you wrote the paper to prove that you not only read the book, you thought about it. But you also take classes and listen listen to lectures from well, experts of course, who have of paid course. their dues. And then you have to take courses to get accredited and exams to get accredited. Mm -hmm. Well, I think you and I are coming from two different places, and I think we're missing an opportunity, if I may say. What's the opportunity, sir? Well, the contribution that past life, you know, you could look at some of the questions I uh, emailed to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, The way, for example, that after doing past life regression, if people have any fear of death, that fear of death is gone. So there's the same example. Well, sure. So do people who have near-death experiences. They don't fear death either. Well, I'm not about to be inducing those. No, but it's the same thing, sir. People who who come back from traumatic experiences where there's been a near-death experience. I agree with you. Out-of-body experiences, the same thing, sure. It's a powerful thing, however... It's also an individual thing. Are not are not going to have that experience. But if you remember a past life and you remember dying and where you went after that, which people describe with a statistical consistency that is like 99%. But what is the, pop, is what is the percentage of the population who actually go for past life regression? And how does that figure into the statistics that you just quoted? I can only give you statistics from what I and other practitioners of past life regression uh, have discovered. And I began to say something mm-hmm. about the Association for Past Life Research and Therapy, mm-hmm. which is now the International Association for Regression Research and Therapy, or IARRT. Mm-hmm. And uh, IARRT.org is a place your listeners could go if they want to learn more about this subject or find a practitioner in their area. Um, but the uh, bear in mind, I'm so you know I'm semi-retired. I'm not looking for new clients right. in, in particular. But um, an example is we were able to do a study because at one point I think the association had about a thousand members around the world of practitioners of of past life regression and past life mm-hmm. therapy. The vast majority of the members of the association are psychiatrists and psychologists, but they were open to having those of us who don't have that particular degree mm-hmm. participate because we have something to offer. Um, I found that when the people with certifications knew much less about metaphysics and much less about the, the spiritual implications 
of what comes out in a past life regression. But isn't it true, sir, that a person's own religious philosophical views play a part in the willingness to participate in any so-called metaphysic activity? That if a person is not inclined to think that metaphysics is the route that they would like to go instead of staying, staying with mainstream, no matter what the event is, no matter what the, uh, the practice is in metaphysics, it will not have any effect on them. Just like if a person doesn't believe in hypnosis, you can't hypnotize them. Well, a belief is basically a notion charged with emotion. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also the strongest emotion in the world. Well, I, you know, uh, I found that people don't need to believe in reincarnation to do past life regression. I don't care if they believe in it or not. But if, but how can you I not? Didn't believe how can in you it not believe? I discovered it seemed to be substantially true. How can you not believe in reincarnation and yet believe in past life regression, sir? That that doesn't make sense. Well, here's here's how it works, Rob. People are curious. So they may be at a point in their life where they, you know, they have whatever religious background they have. Mm -hmm. And a remarkable number of my clients, a disproportionate percentage, yeah. like 80 percent, have a, were raised Catholic. And uh, the only time I attended mass, I remember that line in the recitation between the priest and the congregation. We believe in the seen and the unseen. But I don't know how that sinks into somebody's psyche that uh, they were raised Catholic, went to Catholic schools. In one instance of a man I worked with for quite a long time, mm -hmm. he got his master's, all the way through his master's degree right. in, in Catholic institutions. Um, so an openness to or a curiosity about uh, past lives mm -hmm. um, is all that's necessary to explore it usefully. And you don't have to have a belief about it one way or the other. Let your experience bring your belief to you. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a preacher. Mm -hmm. I just want people to have the experience. I feel, I feel I'm a doorman. I'm just opening the door to this experience, <laughs> producing it or guiding it as well as I can. Okay, so basically and, it's, it's a personal, it's a personal choice that somebody makes whether they want to do it or not, and if they want to go to see a professional or if they want to see a non-professional. It's a matter of personal choice and preference. Right? It would seem to be. Okay, question for you. You gave mm -hmm. us three examples of people, now we're running very close to the clock, of, of three people who come to you, an artist, a lawyer, mm -hmm. a reputable business person. Yes. What about John Q. Public? And here's something else I've really found interesting. Uh, just, uh, just give me a sec here. Mm -hmm. We started off this hour talking about a client of yours, past life regression, who told you about a feast of St. Joseph right. in Sicily. Right. Is it a coincidence that you live in St. Joseph, Michigan? I don't think so. Because he, when, he, when he researched it, mm -hmm. he found that's what they call it in medieval Sicily. All right. Listen, we've got to say so long for now. I want to thank you for uh, joining us, Exxon Nation. If you'd like to find out more about this gentleman, do your homework, gang. Really do your homework. www.gregorypaxson.com He lives in St. Joseph, Michigan, and he didn't know that we knew this because we do background checks. You know, we want to find out where our listener is, you know, where our guest is and so on. So, here he is in St. Joseph, Michigan. And he starts talking to us about a client who did a past life regression who went in his regressed state into a time when he was at the Feast of St. Joseph in Sicily. And here this gentleman lives in St. Joseph, Michigan. I'm not a believer of past life regression. And I caution any listener, before you go to a non-licensed member of any metaphysical group, do your homework. Seek professional help. Seek those who have gone through university, college, who've earned their stripes before going to somebody who 
just has uh, learned from the school of hard knocks and has 40 years has been making money at it. Just imagine that. You have to agree to paying 10 hours to be one of his clients. I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Once again, Exxon Nation, do your homework. 